0: The Mother's Day, I know we celebrate on a certain day in the year, and you give back in a way to your moms. But Mother's Day is every day because it's an ongoing job, and you're a mother for life, so you don't stop being a mom for as long as you've, you've got those children, however old they are. The moment they call you about your child, your brain starts sticking Oh. It kicks in.
1: I'm a mom. My check, 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 check. One, two. We are live right now. Good evening, to everyone who is locked in is your boy the attack is live on the at Represent Onto FM ninety five point five. I have got a very special guest with me here today because this like today is like the Mother's Day special. I know that yesterday was Mother's Day, but you know what? We're doing it today here on the Tiger Show on October the So, hello, Mum, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, son. Guys, I'm not going to lie, this feels so (laughs) weird right now. Oh, my goodness. I've had a lot of different guests over the past year, but this is the first time I've brought my mum onto the show. How does it feel to be here? A bit weird.
0: I'm happy, excited nah oh, this is so weird and I, um as you said it's a bit weird
1: i can't i'm feeling it's like frozen i know that i thought this fruit like i thought about this but i didn't fully think about it i'm just like normally i'm used to telling and i'm seeing but this is my mom here i'm just like
0: exactly
1: this is mom i can't believe this anyways welcome <laughs> to the show thank you thank you so obviously Try to be as nice as possible with a couple of questions that I ask, and mm-hmm. uh, as be it, like, don't forget, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I got a reputation. I'm trying to withhold here. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to like try and start embarrassing mm-hmm. anybody. What was that? Mean? I
0: hear. You. Okay, <laughs> I am finished.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so you know, first of all, first, like, how how was
0: Mother's Day for you? Oh, it was great. It was great. Um, with the whole family, the in-laws, grandmas, aunties, cousins, nieces, and nephews, and grandchildren, and uh, everyone was there. It was Indeed. great. It was great. Church meal, chit chats, catching up, memories. So it was a good day. It was a good day. Oh, well, and that's... you were there as well, so well, yeah, the highlight, high, of course. Yes.
1: So, like, motherhood, like, this is a Mother's Day special, so I kind of want to speak about motherhood. So, like, I know that I'm your second child, obviously, like, but when you first became a mum, what was that experience like for you personally? What was it like having to develop from, you know, only having to worry about yourself to then, oh no, I now got a responsibility to withhold?
0: Exactly, that's what you think of. It's not just me alone, just not what I want, not just what I want to do, when I want to do it. You have to consider the new being you've brought into the world. And it's it had it moments, you, they, 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 you think when you go through, well, when, I thought, when I went through the labour pains, I thought, oh, that's the big job done. But... When you have that screaming child looking for attention, wants a feed, wants a change, wants a cuddle, it takes all your energy and strength out of you. Sleepless nights that you're not used to, so you get to adjust to waking up ever so often, feeding. So, um, it was a new experience. I was happy for it. But I'm not sure if I was quite ready for it until it really hits you. You really don't know what's really hitting you. You feel like you you could have
1: prepared for it.
0: You can well, I could. I couldn't speak for somebody else, but Mm. I could prepare up to a point. But as I said, the sleepless nights because I love my sleep. Indeed. That (laughs) that one hit me really hard. But I managed and I got on with it. So yeah, so it was fine in the end. So how did you eventually, like... like, How did you adapt to the new lifestyle? You just have to. You really just have to. You wake up. You do what you have to do. You attend to your your newborn. You change and you feed and... You know, and you've got your friends and relatives. My late mum was around, my sisters, my in-laws, friends. So I had... Others who had been there and could advise me and could show me what to do or suggest what I could do. So that helped. So it's it's good to have other experienced mothers around to help you to do what you have to do. So yeah. So it was handy to have that around. So I had a little network well, of best... family and friends, yeah. What was the best kind of advice that you received? Well, I would say breastfeeding is not as straightforward as you think it is. Hmm. So, <laughs> first time round, for those who've been there, I'm not sure if their experiences were like mine, but it wasn't as straightforward as you think it is, I would say. And, um, well, but I challenge? got the hang of it. Well, what was the challenge? Oh, it can be painful if you don't know what you're doing, and the child obviously just wants their feed, so they're yanking away at your you know what, <laughs> and you can't really produce as you should. So, um, you end up with breast pump or somebody showing you what to do till you got the hang of it, then you and baby are fine after that. So, it flows after that, but um at first i wondered gosh i'm never gonna get the hang of it this hurts too much i'm not gonna do this but i did in the end and it worked all right so that was fine in the end in the end she says what 20
1: plus years later it's funny she's really just talking about my brother you know (laughs) (laughs) so like the like the struggles like the early stages of struggle like the struggles of now having a child And then eventually, obviously, having a second one. I'm Mm -hmm. going to put it all down on my brother, like, what challenges did you kind of face?
0: Wow. It's... You've got the emotional one of having to be in in, um, control, being responsible for these little ones. They're looking up to you for everything, really from when they wake up to when they go to bed, getting up in the morning, when they're at school, getting ready for school, or babysitter, or nursery, dinner, lunch, school trips, homework, bedtime stories, bath time, bedtime, nursery rhymes, you got to go back to your, stories that come out, the new programs that are in, you're into it. You've got to know the sing-along songs, you've got to know all the verses, and you just need to join in to be a part of it. And, yes, yeah, so it, it has its challenges. How did you keep it's that It's not easy. Well, you take your rest when you can, but you've got to do what you have to do to keep your home up and running you've got to do what you have to do so you've got to think of dinner you've got to think of children you've got to think of work you've got to think of home life so you juggle it as best as you can and um that's how it is being a mom is not easy but well, if you've got a good network it helps if you don't then you just do what you have to do yeah
1: definitely respect that and the funniest thing is, obviously for those that... Each time, like, uh, like each time people watch my show or all of my guests, they always seem to be so surprised when I say that I'm an African child. <laughs> like, you know, I'm from Sierra Leone, I'm not Jamaican, I'm not Caribbean, and that's been that. So going to you now, as an African mum, African auntie, what was it like, you know... You know, obviously you grow up, grow up you know, back home and then come in here. The way how you raise and discipline a child is completely different. So, what was it like for you having to adapt, like, from the African, like, from disciplining the child, the African style way, to doing it here
0: in the UK? Discipline back home is stricter. And there's a lot of corporal punishments when I was growing up. Mm. So, you'll get the cane, you'll get your ears pulled, you'll get the screaming and the telling off and the shouting and... And you do not, not just your parents would tell you off. The aunties are allowed to tell you off. Your, your parents' friends are allowed to tell you off. Your neighbours can tell you off. And when you say tell you off, like, can you elaborate on what tell you off means? Tell you off means they'll tell you what... Your parents will tell you to, to be on the right track. Or they come and tell your parents what you've been up to if they know what you've been up to. So you'll get told off, you'll get a, a good hiding at work, At um, sorry, not work. You'll get a good hiding from Auntie and you'd come home and you get good hiding from Mom or Dad. And um, the, the whole, anybody that knows your parents or knows you is allowed to discipline you. That's how it was.
1: What kind of discipline? Because, you know, I grew up in the UK, so, you know, if a stranger, neighbour, or someone wants to try raise their voice, I can just be like, you know what? I, I, I'm going to go like, sorry, I ain't going to listen to this. I can just keep it moving.
0: You're not allowed to. Then you've been rude, you've been disrespectful, and you'll be in more trouble. So, if, an, if a grown up, whether you know them or not, tells you what's what, you have to stand there and listen, whether you like it or not. If you, you get into trouble in school, they'll discipline you at school, and you go home, and you'll get more. So I remember my mom saying to me once, if you do not stay in line, once they've dealt with you at school, I'll come home and I'll deal with you and I'll take you back to the school and I'll deal with you in front of all your class, no, your, no, your schoolmates. No, no way. So if you don't want the embarrassment of it, you stay in line. And I was too scared anyway, so I did try and stay in line. But here, the discipline is so different, you can only talk. Time out. Which is good, but it doesn't work for some children. Well, we did try. Well,
1: then, do you think times have changed from back in the 90s to obviously that? Like now is a lot more, I feel like, different, but you know, like back then, like, just us not get away with a Because I, I still got my ones and twos, let's be real here. To everyone who's locked in, like, let's be real, I feel like we all got our fair share of discipline and where it's like, oh, that hurts, okay, well, I can't do nothing
0: back, sort of thing. when well, oh. that's up to a certain age. We could have it till we were in secondary school finishing secondary school, finishing school, working, you could be told off by somebody's older than you, and old enough to be your parents or one of your aunties or uncles, and you don't have a say, much say. You could answer back, but if you get chucked out of mommy's house or daddy's house, you go next door or you go to auntie They're not going to keep you there forever. You have to come back. At the time when I was growing up, not many of my age group lived by themselves. So most children, until they get married or they're really working and independent, move out. But a lot of them were working and you're still at home. So, there wasn't much choice of moving to a friend or another relative. And as I said, if you go to auntie or uncle, they definitely bring you back. And you've made your situation 10 times worse because now you've been involved over other relatives, or friends, or neighbors. And they're all going to give you a good telling off and ticking off. So, you just have to try and be in line, otherwise, suffer the consequences. But here it's more lenient. I understand why they do it. It works for a lot of people, but it doesn't work for some children. So here you cannot look at a child and discipline them, whether you know them or not. You just have to mind your own business and pretend you haven't seen or heard them. Otherwise, they they'll, you'll get into trouble.
1: <sighs> so it was our turn. Mm-hmm. What is it? Was it hard for you to adapt?
0: it's hard to adapt because you're used to that discipline and that's what you know and you think that's good enough you learn off your parents and the people around you and when you come to a different society and the discipline is different and as far as you can see it's not as effective it's hard to adapt and to get around your head around how to deal with the situation but um we do try. That's why a lot of parents are having difficulty because all you can do is talk and give time out. But we have tried. And you feel like you succeeded? I should hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, it's like, so far, so good. Been like we've thinking. had our challenges, we've had our problems. It's, the, the, your needs change, the children's need their needs change with time. So from a baby to a toddler to a primary school child, secondary school, finished school, all your needs change as you get older. So there's different challenges in different times of your life. So what you were dealing with as a baby with nappies and and, and bottles, you don't deal with that when they're 20 or, or 18. There's different challenges you deal with: school, uni, college, friends, partners, that sort of thing. So you deal with that kind of thing when they're older.
1: Well, what was like, the hardest challenge? that like, along with, a lot along the along that road. Like what was, uh, we got to talk about like some of like the difficult points along the road.
0: Difficult
1: points. Because I'm not going to lie people. Like, you know, I'm a good relationship with my mum. It's always been like that. Obviously, give or take a couple of the... Or times I used to get hit, but... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> we was not friends then, you get me? <laughs> times when I used to have to face the world the different kind of punishments that I used to get. Not the best of friends. However, like, my mum like, was always there. Like, she was always there. That That's something I can't fault for. And then, you know, when it came to, you know, coming down to parents' know, my my mum never missed that. That's like the one thing that like, she would always be I'm just like and the worst thing is daughter are tuning, you guys know what Parents Evening means. Oh my goodness, like being in school is all cool that and that. And then when you know that parents' evenings come in, the funniest thing is like you only start behaving that day. Let's <laughs> like, like, be real, you only start being so so at least then it will be fresh inside that teacher's mind. Like, okay, yeah, he's not that bad of a kid. He has these times now no when you go into school back again with your parents that evening yeah no it's a different story yeah, laugh. and we me, laughing all the triggers coming up yeah your son and for me people i'm not gonna lie to you i wasn't the best
0: of students back at
1: in...
0: you at the moment mm-hmm.
1: feel free to talk you got mad like, feel free to
0: talk feel free to we talk we had our moments, as i said there's challenges so yeah there are times when you were not uh, not very doing what you should be doing and we were having reports and that's oh was hard. Obviously I didn't get that many and, reports. Yeah, yeah. We, we had to deal with it but it's not the best of times to go to school and be told your son has done this and done that and not doing what they should be doing. <laughs> but yes you were naughty sometimes Whoa. but yes um I wasn't that we bad dealt with it. Can,
1: can, can, <laughs> not, can, can, can we not can we No, at least just say that I wasn't that bad. You were not
0: that bad. I wasn't the worst. But you were not the worst. Stayed out of prison. You did. So you've you've done well. So now things have picked up. You're older, you're wiser, and you're getting on with it. So that's what every parent wants, to see their child become independent and responsible and have a happy life. Hallelujah, yeah, indeed. A better life than they had, so that's what you look for for your child, and that's what I look for anyway. Oh, that's great. You so, haven't done too badly so far, so good. Thank you. Despite some issues, but uh, it's all right. We every move. every family has their own, so yeah. It's all right. We move. I'll let that mm-hmm. slide.
1: Now mm-hmm. like, I want to go into the you know like the topic question of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Cause like each time I have a different guest, you know, we like, there's always a discussion that we always have. Mm-hmm. Now, with you, since it's a Mother's Day special, I thought I should make this a bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. So, from from your you know mindset, from your own personal thoughts, do you think? Sh- Wait, what's it? Strict parents create secretive children. Strict parents.
0: Create
1: secretive children.
0: It depends how bad you are. If you're firm and fair, you should not. If you're horrible and do not connect with the child, then you might get that. Well if you're being strict and the child knows what they've done and you're fair with them, you're not you're not being um how shall I put it? Horrible to one and, and making a, making one child get away with something and another one doesn't, then you're not being fair. Then, But you have to put yourself in a position where they are in a situation where they can tell you what needs to be said. But I don't think you should be secretive to the stage that you can't tell your parents certain things. There are certain things you may not have to tell them there's certain things you do need to tell them so um it's a famous perspective but what do you call the
1: strict in your eyes
0: strict is bringing a child the where they should be brought up you've got to tell them what they need to know what's right and what's wrong and they need to be on the right path and i think every child knows right from wrong they know they're doing wrong or they know they're doing right So they know from an early age what's what. But if you condone them when they're doing wrong and tell them it's all right, then you're not doing them any favour. So you need to be straight, fair, firm. Tell them what's what. Cuddle them when you need to cuddle and tell them off when you need to. Otherwise you'll have a problem. And they'll turn on you one day and say, well, you didn't tell me. You should have told me you knew this and you knew that so you have to do what you have to do whether you're the favourite at the time or not you have to be
1: okay I've got a sub question for you then mm-hmm. do you think like child discipline is always beneficial to the child
0: well that's the whole idea of it that's why I said if you're firm and you're fair it should be beneficial to the child if Each child is different. You're bound to have the one or two that would go the opposite direction, whether they've got the same discipline and from the same family. But majority will try and do what they're supposed to do. As I said, each child knows right from wrong, so they know what they're doing when they're doing wrong. It's just that they'll they'll try and, because they'll get away with it, so they're doing it. But um, each child knows right from wrong from an early age.
1: Do you think. Cause by the way, people, if you're tuning in on along if you're tuning in on the airways right now, feel free to text in at 07-888-055-955. Feel free to join the conversations and share your opinions. Do you think child discipline is, you know, beneficial to the child? Do you think, you know, strict parents create secret children? Feel free to text in and let us know your answers. Cause for me personally, I don't always feel feel that the discipline is always beneficial. Obviously, it all depends because you know, like sometimes you can talk to the child, yes, other times you can make them like you know, face the wall or or whatnot, or other times, okay, yes, you can, you know, like you know, like you, you sometimes have to get physical and hit them, but you know, from certain backgrounds, let's be real, hitting is that really beneficial? Sometimes it could just be done out of anger, if that makes sense where it's just like, okay, a child's, I don't know, got that bad report from school, Child, like, you hear about it, the child comes home, he hit them, this, that, and another. Now, what lesson do you feel like that child's really gaining? Because you've hit them, it's like, yes, I might not do that, but is it because I don't want to get hit again, or because now I know that what I did was wrong, sort of thing? a bit of both. If you
0: don't want to get hit, if you don't want to get hit, then you do the right thing. If you're scared of the cane or scared of being told off, then you do what you have to do. Wait, do you feel like the lesson's being learned though? It should be. That's the whole idea of it. Well you could just hit me, I don't know. Like it's just no, like... you're old enough to know that when you were hit or when you were told off, this is the reason. If you've gone to school and you've got that report that your child is not doing is not behaving well, and I'm telling you that this is what your teacher has said, then you know what I'm talking about. And you know you were rude to that teacher, or you haven't done what they've asked you, or you've answered back. That's rude. So you have to be, you have to be disciplined enough to know you respect others, you know how to talk to others, and people of authority don't just answer back just like that. You talk but you don't just answer back and give back chats, as they say. What was so. getting discipline like for you like, as a child? Because I didn't want to. The cane, it didn't come off but when it did, you really got it. So I tried to take, stay on it straight and narrow.
1: But then, do you for, but then obviously from getting the cane, mm-hmm. you know, did that make you want to take it easy on us? Like, because it's just like, you know, like, you know how, how painful that was. it's like, yeah, like, I don't want to put that on my kids. Or was that like, well, since I got that, I'm going to pass that on because that's what I know, sort of thing. No,
0: you just do what you have to do at the time. How you see it is how you react to it. Um, having the cane, as I said, it's, is, for me, it wasn't wrong. It wasn't nice. But it, there was a reason for it. So because I didn't like it, I tried to keep on the straight and narrow. That's how it was, but having my own children, it's not something I wanted to do, but when they were younger, I would give them the little odd smack here and there, but most of the time your your punishments were facing the wall, so you stood by the wall for... However long. <laughs> it felt like
1: forever, to be honest. When you're there looking at the same wall over and over, and, and, and these are the days before like you could even have a phone or you have these different things. No, it's just a wall. That's all you're looking at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's all that we were looking at. Also, feel free to text and let us know what punishments did you guys get? Well, that, that, how shit was your parents on like with you guys? So for me, even that wall, and you can't just say that you made us stare at the wall, no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you added a bit more to it, let's be real here.
0: You were standing by the wall. And? And looking at the wall. And? And the wall changed colour. Oh, 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 I did it. Oh, do oh, oh, <laughs> so, oh, so you
1: want to miss out so a, bit, a bit? What on did
0: on I miss out?
1: The leg up at the same time? Our feet can touch one foot in the air, other foot on the floor. Holding, like, trying to stay your balance and all. And I'll never forget this one-time people, yeah? I don't know what I did, but, okay, I had to receive this punishment. And the worst thing is, my mum was right next to me watching TV. So I'm facing the wall. She's sitting right next to me watching TV. And it's like, okay, I'm doing this. I keep I my balance. Like, I was a bit of a healthy child. I wasn't that bad. And I'll never forget starting to wobble now, shake. If you had the eh eh, eh eh uh you best not put your foot down on the floor. Oh my the pressure! When I say the pressure was real at this point, the pressure was real. And she's right next to me as well. She's right next to me and it's just like you have to somehow keep that balance. I was starting to do I started hopping, trying to keep on that like I'm doing the all sorts just to keep on that one foot. Thankfully I was able to do it, I'm not gonna lie. God knows what would have happened if I didn't.
0: It, but, worked. Huh? it
1: worked it worked you looking back now I still don't even know what I did wrong
0: that day well I'm not well, going well, right. <laughs> to remember every incident I'm going to remember but whatever you did and I thought it fits, I'll punish you that way
1: oh, I hear you well, what, what, I, what I wanted to get across is you know always do not know what it's like to be a parent mm-hmm. yet you know but I still got a lot more time to come again you know but it's just like, I feel like some parents, you know, just go straight to the the, the discipline, hitting road without really trying to get that understanding from the child or what is your mindset behind that, you know. Sometimes I don't think it's always hitting that's always the... I don't think it should always be the go-to punishment sort of thing. You know, thankfully I did not get a mum who always hit me and stuff, but it was a case of, you know, there are people out there that always had that discipline route of it was always beatings. And it's just like, for me, I'm just like... If I do it each... Like, if I go beat each and every time, after a while, I will start to resent the parent. Like, like respectfully, I feel like... Like, I will start to resent them because it's just like, oh... And that's how the secretive comes in. Because it's just like, you know, if I'm going through something, I can't really come to you. That's why, you know, certain you know kids start misbehaving and stuff or doing things outside the home because it's just like, well whatever I do I'm, I'm going to get hit anyway sort of thing parents ain't going to understand or they're not going to listen like when, like when we speak sort of thing so that's when you know sneaking out of the house might happen how you know turning like going down a certain path route in life how that happens and I feel like it's really crazy how it's just like that's how secretive if certain kids get and I've seen it I've seen it as well some of your friends inside the SL community whew. hmm got some strict you got some strict companions because when I speak to their kids and it's just like wow your mama is so at this age is you know keeping
0: you in the house or you know I'm just like damn and it depends on who they choose to associate with what side of of things they're into so um, there's, there's a time and place for everything and With boys, they tend to get away with more at a teenage age than girls, as in going out and going clubbing and partying and that. I have that. My brother was able to go to places at an earlier age and turn up when it suits him. But if I was invited out, or had to go. I had to be in by 11, or be in by 12. Or... Oh my goodness. So my brother had to sometimes, so oh, please don't go, because you know when you go, we we'll have to come home early. And So I didn't bother sometimes.
1: So it's the big brothers, you know? So the mm. brothers. Mm. Big brothers, huh? Yes,
0: they tend to get away with it, with going out more, but it's more discipline for your daughters. I think girls are harder to look after when they're teenagers than when they're babies. Did you ever sneak out? No. I wouldn't dare. The consequences (laughs) would, The consequences would have been worse than what I was gaining. So, no, I never sneaked out.
1: If you're you're locked in right now, let us know. Like, don't worry. Just text me if if you've ever snuck out at any point during, like... The teenage years because that's when it really happens oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seven triple eight zero level 955. just letting you guys know now I, ty gibbs is actually gonna confess live on the air in front of my mother that i never stuck out not one day <laughs> I, 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 I never stuck out that was i don't think i ever stopped you guys hmm? did i ever did you ever what oh my goodness did you ever I don't think that was the time, here, my friends was outside, calling for me, there was a bunch of them. Ty, when are you coming out? Ty, well, Ty didn't do his homework, so he ain't going, I was like, oh my, like, let me off, mum. You can even see my friends calling out for me. Cause people, you know, like when growing up, during my teenage years, like, you know, how everybody had a curfew on their day to go out. For me, my day was Friday, Friday evenings, that's when I would go out to my local youth club. Chill, chill with my friends and that, uh, touch her. And then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. nine o'clock was fairly the curfew. Like, the, like so, you could have finished at nine. So, anything by like 10 past nine, quarter past nine, latest-ish, I should fairly be home sort of thing. And this one Friday, mum and dad was both home. Oh, oh, my. Are, by the way, those that say, if you got with both parents, yeah, you're privileged. It definitely had its cons, too. I'm going to lie to you, I'll, I'll put it that way. Res- <laughs> Respectfully, it had its cons. <laughs> and I'll never end this Friday, and it's just like... And the worst thing is, oh, science, homework as well. I was never... Science and me, we was never friends. There was, nah, nah, no correlation at all. And this one Friday, you guys was not letting me out. And all that, I'll trying to do the homework quickly as well. Oh, I like, see that, I've done it now. Now, can you let me out? No, no, that's. No, you must tell your friends to just leave from the front of the house and say, awful. Girls, there too, as well, man.
0: <laughs> it's for your own good. And I thought this at the end of the day. You have to have the discipline of doing your homework. And if you don't do your homework, your teachers will want to know why. And it's not just you, it doesn't just fall on you, it falls on the parents what's happening, why aren't you guiding them, why aren't you helping them, so why go out when you've got homework to do,
1: places to be, girls to see, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to have fun, you know, I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm so youthful, and it's so hard, that could be a Saturday thing, that could be a Sunday thing, that mm-hmm. could even be a Monday morning thing when I get into school sort of things, if you know, you already know, but yeah, so you really want to the question about, I never, you, you never prevented me. Oh, really? yeah.
0: I don't think I prevented you that badly Did I? I did what I had to do at the time And I did it for your own good So whatever right. it was It was out of love and discipline mm,
1: Out of love alright <laughs> I'm just saying so like, certain ways You do not forget one bit Alright cool But I want to go into The next topic question Yeah Is yes. so that alright? Yeah Yeah Alright. so would you be able to be open with? Would you be open with your child about the other parent's behavior? As in, so because obviously, uh, there's a lot of, as some would say, baby mother, baby father problems going out there. Would you, you know, be open with your child about that? Sometimes, say something. You're not not finished yet. Okay.
0: Okay. There's a bit more to the question. (laughs) Take it easy.
1: And what good reasons is there to prevent them from being in contact? I I I, now, now actually, it I should have split that. Uh, uh, we'll still with the first one. Uh huh. Or would you be open with your child about the other parents' behavior?
0: It depends. Some some parts, some things you can tell them. They don't need to know everything. That answers part one.
1: I'm just saying, like, do like when like you know that something's going on, so you try to listen up. You try to listen to certain
0: conversations. Ah, well, that's eavesdropping. Ipsy. But you can't tell the child everything mm. about the other parents. What, so where do you draw the line? Every, every situation is different, but there's certain things they don't need to know. Mm. If they find out, that's different, but there's some things they don't need to know. Because you're not putting up that child against the other parents. It's not the child's fault. That's. You, the parents chose each other. It's got nothing to do with the child. So have a relationship that you want with each parent. I know it can be hard because it's easier for you to just hold on to your child and say, "Now it's easier for me. I don't want the mom or the dad in their life. Unless they're really violent to that child or really a uh, really bad influence on that child, then maybe you you have a point. But you cannot stop a child from having a relationship with either parent. Let them have the relationship they choose, and they can sort themselves out, whether you like it or not, or whether the other parent likes you to have a relationship with their child. So now I would not. I would not, and I try to do that. So I would not do that. Harder though it is. But um, each case is different. Each situation is different. Each parent makes a decision based on their situation. And they are the party that they deal with. But the children don't choose their parents. I did not choose my parents. So it's not for one parent to tell me not to see the other one. So if I have a bad relationship with my one of my parents, that's up to me. But it shouldn't be one parent pushing it down my throat to say, that person's done this and that. Don't go with them. That's my take on it. But each case is different, so somebody else might say otherwise. That's mm-hmm.
1: a bad part. And then obviously part b of the question Mm -hmm. you know what good reasons is there to prevent them from being in contact
0: if uh, they're no good mom or dad into i don't know if they're very bad influence probably they're pushing their child into drugs and prostitution and doesn't care whether they leave or die and it must be an extreme case for you to just say, you know what, you're better off with that parent not being in your life. But it's up to us as parents to choose our partners and up to us to choose a partner to have a child with. So the, the, the child loses out if they do not have a relationship with the parent. And if they fall out with that parent, that's their choice. If they get on, it's their choice. But it's not for one parent to tell them not to unless they're very extreme in their behavior. If they're a murderer, I don't know. Some people could be something and then they change and they turn their lives around. So each case is different. There's no clear cut answer for that. But, um, it's a, it's an individual choice, I would think. But everyone would have a reason why they're doing it. But I'm not sure if it helps the child because that child could grow up and resent you for it when they do find out, and it does happen. Yeah, that's something I don't
1: like as well. Like when I hear certain parents, or even whether it's the mum or the dad, like, telling their child how bad the other one is, I'm just like, are you trying to keep like? Cause at the end of the day, like, that's still a child, and it's just like, you're just giving them a very bad representation of the other half. I'm not saying that the other half is an angel, but I'm just like, sometimes, you know, you shouldn't really be saying everything. So sort I of think like, because me, yeah, I wasn't really taught, okay, I was no, I wasn't really
0: taught much. You choose what you say. I mean, sometimes things come out, but it it happens, there's no clear-cut answer for everyone, but at the end of the day, it's down to the child to have a relationship with either parent or guardian. How important way around.
1: How important was it for you to have a relationship with your children?
0: Oh, I needed to do that. For me, when I had my children, you, I just felt that responsibility. So I knew I had to be there
1: like being there is one thing, but like emotionally being there is another. Because I feel like you know, like some parents just, especially like sometimes from the African household, it's just like you know, I'm the parent, you're the kid, and that's how it's gonna be. But to have like a bond like a whole relationship, that's a whole different, you know, demographic. It's
0: it's it's difficult to draw the line. When you're parents, you're not. I mean, we can say you're my friend, but you're not my friend. you you're my child.
1: Don't want to be your friend.
0: So the friendship I have with my friends, or so the relationship I have with my friends, is different from what I have with my child. And the conversations you have with your children can be different from what you have with your friends or your partner. So there are certain things you can say today to your children or nieces or nephews. And there are certain things you, you cannot say so it it depends on the relationship you have, and you gotta keep keep it in a way where you you uh, you keep the respect on both ends. So they respect you, you respect them, and you leave that door open for them. How open do you want us to like? How open do you want us to be? It's your choice. You tell me what you want to tell me. You tell me what you don't want. You don't tell me what you don't want to tell me. It's up to you. You just leave that door open. You have to know that at any time when you change your mind or when you want to say something, your parent is there. There is no, it's like having a baby, being a parent. There's no, there are books about parenting. There's books about having babies. There's books about relationships. But each case is unique. So you can only deal with it as you see it at the time. Um, So um, your children are there for you to guide and help them in life, but you're not there to do it for them. You cannot live their lives for them. You can only help them and guide them and be there. Does that answer your question, sir?
1: Mm, little, you have to call me sad. You know, <laughs> I'm saying all the time At the end of the day that like, That's not going to change No, because I actually do want to discuss a little bit About, you know, having bonds Because, you know, there are certain things that uh, Like, I said you know, like, Having your child go through something At the end of the day, like, you know, we all have lives So, your child could be going through something In school, outside of school Amongst friends, a relationship Or something Like, having and, you know, some kids don't feel comfortable enough or feel like they've got that relationship to speak to their parents about... Well, that's a shame.
0: Was... That's a shame. If you can't speak to your parents for whatever reason, there must be an aunt or uncle or, or cousin or older family friends, somebody that you could go to. There must be somebody in that circle that you can go to if you do not want to tell your parents or... or Guardians about what's on your mind. Remember, parents are only people as well. They were baby ones. They were babies once. They were children once. They were looking up to their parents as well. They were expecting certain things, and all our expectations are all different. So, if you don't tell me or you don't tell somebody, what's on your mind nobody's a mind reader you might just guess some things but you wouldn't know everything and you've got to leave it open to that individual to come to you as well leave the door open as I say yeah, okay so before we wrap I want
1: to ask so what's been like the highlights of motherhood for you
0: oh, having you and your brother Oh. Mm. Of course, having my children. That's the high life. that's taken over my life. So I've, I've given up, I wouldn't say giving up everything, but you, you concentrate on your family when they come along, when the children come along. It's not just what I want and what I want to do and how I want to do it anymore. It's what my children need, my children want. And um, as they get older, as I said, their needs change. The challenges change, and you just get on with it. So, motherhood is has been rewarding for me. So I'm grateful. What's been the biggest lesson that you've learned about motherhood?
1: Yeah, yeah i'm like, like from motherhood, I and mean, I guess probably about yourself. You know, like I don't make it any.
0: The lesson the 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 love you have for your children it's 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 unconditional. You you are you're always giving. You're always giving, and you're always looking for them to be as best as they could be, as happy as they could be, as um, responsible as they could be, and independent as they could be and do what they have to do to have a happy and successful life. So um, I think that's what a lot of parents would want, so a lot of mothers would want as well. And um, when you look back on your children, Mother's Day, I know we celebrate on a certain day in the year, and you give back, in a way, to your moms. But Mother's Day is every day, because it's an ongoing job, and you're a mother for life so you don't stop being a mom. For as long as you've, you've got those children, however old they are, the moment they call you about your child, your brain starts ticking. Oh, it kicks in, I'm a mom. So you never stop being a mom until the day you die. That's when your job stops. When you do your normal nine to five job, you retire at 60, 65, whatever. But motherhood is for life. But I'm grateful to God for being a mum. I'm happy I am a mum. I wanted to be a mum. And I am a mum. So I'm happy for that.
1: Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Man, that was born about right there. Like, that was some deep words. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you a question that I normally ask a lot of my guests at the end of my shows. Mm-hmm. But it's normally like spin less, like, you know, it's like a kind of question, should I say yeah? You, mm-hmm. you ready? So what would be the movie title title of a life biography? I did say that it does spin on all of my guests, so <laughs> and if you're locked in right now, feel free to text in and let me know your answer at 55 9554 you can DM the Instagram page too at top of fem or at the show at the T Y G I B Z Show. Feel free to let me know your answers. My hmm.
0: life story?
1: Yeah. or well, the movie title of your life biography TV I don't know. Th- that's what it was. What would say. you
0: give What would I say? I don't. I can't answer that for you. I'd love to work on that one. Work
1: what on that one? You we were still on there.
0: June's life story.
1: June's life? No, 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 that's
0: not a no. title, no, no. Jim
1: um, Gibbs? No, 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 it would have to be Jim Gibbs. Something, something, something. <laughs> you know what, alright. Thank you for coming on the <laughs> show, Mom. It's been <laughs> a pleasure having you here.
0: Thank you for having me, son.
1: It's been a very weird show I'm gonna lie to you on your boy the tie games <laughs> alongside my mother and we are out! <laughs> Still one of the weirdest shows I've No 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 This is the weirdest show I've ever done